Hello, Mission Kids! Courtney here. It is a great day that the Lord has made. Happy Tuesday, my friends. It is October 27th, and I hope you all are having a wonderful day so far. And if you're not, I might have something that'll brighten your day, because I believe our podcast today might make you laugh a whole bunch, because we are going to learn about the public toilet in the early church days. You see, Roman cities were busy and crowded places. Streets, temples, theaters, and baths were full of people. Citizens and slaves, women and men, merchants and shoppers, and as anyone knows, everybody poops. Just like modern towns, ancient cities somehow had to accommodate this universal human need. And in the Roman world, one answer was the public latrin. Often located near markets, theaters, and the huge tenement apartment buildings where the majority of the city's people lived, Roman public toilets had seating for one or two dozen, that is 24 people, at a time. The largest had room for as many as 45 to 60 simultaneous users. So think about the size of your classroom, double that, and then imagine all of you going to the bathroom at the same time, having to watch one another. That's what they did. You had to forget about privacy, because the holes were placed about two feet apart with no partitions between seats. Most of these places were poorly lit, dirty, crowded, stinky, and even a little scary. Some ancient latrines also featured a statue or wall painting of the good luck goddess Fortuna. It was hoped that she would help protect users from some of the dangers that inhabited these dark, smelly spaces. Such dangers included rats, mice, snakes, fleas, mosquitoes, and the occasional small fire caused by methane gas buildup. You're probably thinking, why wouldn't you just hold it until you got home? Nice try. Unless you're part of the wealthier classes, you're stuck with a communal public toilet. Large homes had private facilities. Often, these were located in the kitchen, so cooks could toss kitchen scraps into the hole. Some ancient apartments had a toilet on the second floor. Home toilets were rarely connected to the city sewer system, and the waste just fell into a pit. You see, Roman toilets didn't flush. Sometimes there may have been a trickle of water in the space below the seats, but this was rarely enough to carry things away. The task of cleaning out sewer pipes, as well as cleaning up the public latrines, most likely fell to a city's slaves. Human waste from the sewers, along with the other streets, sweeping and bio-waste, was often carted outside the city, where it could be used as a fertilizer for growing food crops. Now, there's no such thing as toilet paper. Latrin users who wanted to freshen up may have used a variety of techniques. One popular tool was a torsorium, which was a wooden stick with a sea sponge tied to the end. So if you've ever had a sponge on a wooden block um, or on a wooden rod that you have in the shower, it would probably look a lot like that. Latrins would have a few of these for public use, soaking in buckets of salt water and vinegar. 
and while this may have been an okay way to feel a little cleaner, we know now that it was a really good way to spread sickness and disease, because everyone was using the same one. It's kind of a funny thing, thinking about maybe the 12 disciples having to use these public toilets. But it also kind of makes you feel a little bit more human and very thankful for how the world has changed over time. I don't know what I'd have to do if I had to share a public toilet with so many people at the same time. I, for one, am very thankful for stalls and doors and toilet paper to make sure that I can go to the bathroom. Because yes, even I poop. We all poop. It's a normal thing. But enough of uh, talk about poop. Believe it or not, this is still our Mission Kids podcast, and we are now on our way into a time of prayer. Our memory verse from this week comes from Romans chapter 10, verse 13. Everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. And now let us enter into a time of prayer. I praise my God this day. I give myself to God this day. I ask God to help me in this day. You may lift up your own prayers and petitions to the Lord during this time. And now as our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ has taught us, we are bold to pray together. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Do you have a question for me, your lovely host, Courtney? Or do you want a chance to end up on the next podcast? Whether it be a birthday shout out, a prayer request, or just a funny joke, if you give me a call, your voice might be heard on the next episode. Call me at 423-708-5354. Can't wait to hear from you. And remember, kids, God loves you, and I'll see you all tonight at 6 o'clock. Can't wait. And remember, kids, God loves you, and don't forget to flush the toilet today. Have a great day, y'all.